Wrap it up. Now it's time for a game that I like to call Wrap It Up. Hi, and welcome to The Improvement Project, a podcast about dabbling in self-improvement 30 days at a time. On today's episode, we are going to wrap up our monthly challenge for October, which was all about food and drink. I'm Dr. Peggy Malone, a healthcare provider and human being trying my best to be better and encouraging others to do the same. I'm in London, Ontario, Canada, and with me is my much more disciplined friend, Jenny. It hasn't seemed that intrusive to record everything that we eat and drink, but it definitely has been thought-provoking. That's me, Jenny Kaus, marketing professional from St. Thomas, Ontario. I'm a small-town gal and a big believer in the power of habits. I will do my best to whip our guinea peg into shape and hold her accountable to habit changes that she will undertake one month at a time. I will be playing along too, and as we take on a new habit, each month we hope to inspire you to become more disciplined, more consistent, happier, healthier, more productive, and overall your own best self. Our monthly challenge for October was related to eating and drinking and all things interesting that go along with this foundational habit. We challenged ourselves and you to use the strategy of monitoring for the month of October to get a realistic look at what we were eating and drinking day to day. We recorded everything that we ate and drank in the app, My Fitness Pal, to get a sense of what exactly we consumed each day this month. How did things go for you this month with this challenge, Jenny? It went well. I managed to track the full month and it was definitely uh, enlightening to get all of that data that you get from my fitness pal when you put all your food in like they can track the amount of sugars fiber protein carbs like all of those sorts of things even like vitamin levels um so that that's a pretty cool insight to have that kind of data i wasn't love you love the data i do it was kind of cool and it you get to see those gaps in your diet of what you might be missing so i thought that was really cool Um, I wasn't as awesome as the like bite of something here and there things. Like I, I know I didn't capture every little everything. Um, and I missed some things like, especially when you're around a kid and they're eating something and they can't chill until you eat a piece of what they're eating. Like they need you to try it. (laughs) So I didn't always capture every, cause frankly, a lot of the times I was doing it at the end of the day and I didn't always remember. So there was a lot of going back and being like, Oh yeah, there was this too. And I'd put it in. And the other thing that I missed was vitamins. I had been taking a probiotic as well. And I didn't even think to put that in. Um, and then until I was looking at yours because we could see each other's and I saw that you had put in your vitamins, I did not even. Yeah. Well, that'll make a difference for that data associated with micronutrients, right? Because if you, and especially if you can use the barcode on your vitamin, then it knows exactly what micronutrients are in each of the vitamins you're taking. So perfect. It was a bit of a red flag when I, so when I discovered this, I attempted to do that with my probiotic. I was taking just like doing a course of a month of them. And there was no barcode on the bottle. And I was like, is that a bad sign about the probiotic I'm taking? It's like, no, there's no UPC. That's an issue. But it was one of those ones that had to be refrigerated. And oh, gotcha. anyhow, yeah. So how did it go for you? What did um, you think? It, it went well. I was super consistent with getting everything I ate in, in the day uh, into the app. And that's a gold star for me because... I don't really have being consistent as my usual thing that I do well. So uh, for whatever reason, it seems like you're wearing off on me and I'm turning (laughs) into this consistent girl that keeps up with the habit. So thank you, Jenny. 
Welcome to the dark side. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, It's very organized. Yeah, I like it. Um, This challenge also coincided with the beginning of John and I taking on a six-week exercise and meal plan challenge at a local gym, which I'm going to talk about a little bit later in this podcast. But the meal plan is pretty strict and it's quite high in protein. So I know that it makes you a little bit squeamish when I bring this up, but more protein usually (laughs) equals less fiber and that's when constipation happens and especially to me. So the cool part about using the the MyFitnessPal app is that I could look uh, exactly how much fiber I'm consuming in a day. And spoiler alert, I was not getting enough fiber as soon as we increased the protein. So I I remedied this particular challenge with more greens and more beans. And uh, my fitness pal app is letting me know that I'm getting the recommended amount, which is 25 grams per fiber every day. So I have to work hard to do that. So that's probably part of the reason why I'm not pooping on the regular. Jeez Louise. (laughs) And the funny part is anybody who knows me knows that I'm not squeamish about talking about these types of things. But for whatever reason, I am squeamish about talking about it on the podcast. And I get all like, I can feel myself blushing. And I'm like, I can't believe me of all people who's like, no filter with these things. I'm like, (laughs) I'm like clutching my pearls when you say that. Oh, dear. Jenny, Uh, everybody poops. It's an important thing to get down, get a good habit going with your poop. Moving right along. (laughs) All right, let's move into Habits Corner. So after our awesome interview with Tommy Caldwell last week, along with monitoring our food and drink intake, we took some of his advice and we also added in the step of monitoring some questions about our eating habits. So for example, why am I eating this right now? Am I really hungry right now? Am I bored? Do I just need a distraction? So he said to ask these questions of yourself without judgment and just use curiosity. He said that most people don't start questioning the process until after they've eaten the high consequence food and that food is over. And then comes the, oh my gosh, why did I do that? And then (laughs) that's usually accompanied with guilt and shame. So it was cool to have, to get his opinion on this, where he said that the exercise of questioning as you are consuming, even if you don't do anything different, even just by thinking to yourself, what am I getting out of this? Why am I doing this? Why am I eating this? That will start to help you to make better choices as you learn more about yourself, which I just think is cool. Um, And I think it was also a helpful addition to what you and I talked about a couple of weeks ago after we listened to Brooke Castillo's podcast about weight loss discomfort. And she, just a reminder for our listeners, she basically gave us the message that getting comfortable with being uncomfortable is what we want to do. What what are your thoughts on this, Jenny? Yeah, I agreed. I I'm 100%. uh, I mean, it's all about mindfulness, right? And we talk about this all the time. And I think that it's so interesting to start to observe yourself in those little moments when you go to eat something or, for example, drink something. And you get honest with yourself about why you're doing it. And it's ultimately, it's not about whether you eat or not eat that thing. I don't care. Like, if you eat it or you don't, like, that's fine. But just be aware of why you're doing it. It's going from being mindless to mindful about it and just reframing the way that you consume food. So, you know, it's not about a total life of, um, you know, denying yourself. That's not what I'm, I'm saying, you know, like, oh, why am I really doing this and not ever having anything? It's just being mindful about why you're doing it so that you don't get to like what you spoke about, like that end part where there's guilt and shame and you have a pile of, oh, Henry bar wrappers. Not that this has ever happened to me, but you thought, (laughs) oh my gosh, what just happened? And 
you know, you do it completely not consciously. Instead, doing it consciously and being present with yourself as you're eating. So, yeah, that was cool. That is cool. All right. Also, keep in mind, too, that goes along with what you're just saying, that this episode's going to drop just before the end of October and we're coming up to Halloween. So speaking of, a you know, a pile of O. Henry bars, we can and we can encourage our listeners to use this exercise of being mindful and getting uncomfortable with the whole process by when your kid comes home with all these candy bars. If you want to eat some, eat some, but just like pay attention to what's happening when you're eating and when you're getting out of it and like why you love it so much. And if you really do love it or if you're just eating it because of some other it's reason. It's there. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, anyways, uh, with the interview with Tommy, he also gave the advice, which I think is really cool and very difficult, uh, that people should sit at the table for every meal, including snacks and focus on nothing but the eating as so as to be more mindful about what you are doing. And he said you should do that for at least a couple of weeks to a month. And this is very similar to that mindfulness challenge that we talked about last month. Um, and he, Tommy has a way of being much more direct and opinionated about, <laughs> about what people should try and why they should. Um, but I definitely think there's something to it. So uh, yeah. I agree that this, this is something I am challenged by. So I will continue to work towards being more mindful when I'm eating. Right on. Now it's time for what are you digging lately? This segment is one that may or may not be related to our monthly theme. Usually for me, it's not. Peggy and I (laughs) like to talk with each other about what podcasts we've been listening to or what books we've been reading or what random internet hilarity we have found. And we feel like you might find it fun too. So each week, each of us will share something fun that we are loving, that we find useful or practical or just something that is pure frivolity and fun. So for me this week, I'm digging Halloween camping with our nieces. So what I mean by that is near the end of October every year for the past four years, John and I have gone with his brother's family to McGregor Point Provincial Park on Lake Huron for a Halloween-themed camping weekend. So the campground is completely booked up and every site decorates their site with all sorts of crazy Halloween decorations and spooky themes and it's awesome. And then on the Saturday night of the weekend, the kids and the adults trailing behind go trick-or-treating all over the campground to every site. And the kids love it. They love it more than actual Halloween. Um, and I love it because it's fun. We're making memories with our nieces. And it's um, also like awesome, fresh outdoor fun. Fresh air. So is this like one night or two nights you go? Two nights. So Friday and Saturday night of the Halloween camping weekend every year. And it was pretty cold, but this year it didn't rain. It was pouring rain for the trick-or-treating last year. And the kids still toughed it out, but it was a bit miserable with the rain. This year it was cold, but at least it was clear, beautiful stars because we were out in the middle of nowhere. It was awesome. That sounds great. That sounds about, I would say it's probably about two more. Like if it was two less nights, I'd probably like it. (laughs) Are you more of an indoor girl, Jenny? Yeah, I love not camping. <laughs> <laughs> what are you digging this so week? So I am digging Gary Janetti on Instagram. And you know, I'm not a big uh, like poster to social media sites. It's, it is a miracle that I have an Instagram account. I think I may have posted six images since 2012 or 13, whenever Instagram started. I'm like, I find I'm an early adopter, but an early dropper of social media uh, accounts. So anyhow, <laughs> um, that said, I follow some comedians on Instagram just for my entertainment. 
And one that I've been getting a huge kick out of lately is Gary Janetti. Um, so it's G-A-R-Y-J-A-N-E-T-T-I. And I'm sure Peg will link up to it. Yeah, um, I'll put it in the show notes. But Gary takes photos of Prince George and he adds captions of what he imagines the young prince would say. And I just have to say, full disclosure, as a mom of a son who's almost exactly the same age as Prince George, I do feel a little bit guilty laughing at some of the things that (laughs) Gary writes. Because I think about my own son and if someone was saying these things. But he's invented this outrageous kind of persona of who he thinks that Prince George is and obviously is not. Um, So it's, you know, if you if you think about it as this other character, which I won't get into too much detail on, except to say that in this little world, Prince George is very critical of his family. And some of the funniest examples are the way that he ridicules his father, William, for being bald um, and Meghan Markle for being an American actress. It's I've sent you some of these. And the one morning, I don't know, last week. I laid in bed for an hour just scrolling and I was in tears just laughing at these (laughs) hilarious things because he just pictures them as like this very sassy young man who has a lot of opinions about the royal family. And um, there was so he takes like headlines from uh, tabloids. So there was one that was like him, you know, talking about like how the queen was to give, uh, you know, an early wedding gift to Harry and Meghan. And then the next. So it's like and then you tab through the images. So you slide over and then it's a picture of a toaster, like a toaster oven that you can also put toast on the top. (laughs) And then the next image is um, the queen and Prince George just laughing like so hard. (laughs) Like just, I don't know why. I just think it's hilarious. There's something funny about the royal family, right? I don't know. Do you find that funny? I totally find it funny. But what I find funnier is your amusement at it. And (laughs) If you <laughs> listeners, if you go and take a look at this Instagram account, you will get an inside look at Jenny's sense of humor because oh. it's ridiculous. It's it's hilarious, <laughs> but I don't it's think absurd. it's as funny in my brain as she does in hers. <laughs> it's absurd, but I love it because it's it really does poke fun at like the kind of dynamics of a royal family. And like, you know, in this version of prince george he takes it very seriously that he will one day be king <laughs> awesome i just okay i have to just tell you one more funny one so there was a tabloid headline that said something about like that william was talking about the funniest bedtime or no sorry that he was talking about the favorite bedtime stories of his kids and then the next picture you go over it's prince george and he's like my favorite story is one about um a dumpy little girl, her baby brother no one cares about, and a boy who will one day be king. Like, I'm paraphrasing, <laughs> but, like, that's the kind of stuff where it's all very, like, he's trashing his siblings and focusing on the fact that he will one day uh, be in charge of it all. Oh, my gosh. It's I love it. Fun. I yeah, love it. Yes, so definitely cute. check this out. Jenny sent me a text, and I immediately went to look at it, and it's hilarious. It's ridiculous and hilarious. So great. All right. Now it's time for a segment we call You Win or You Learn. Each week, Jenny and I will trade off during this segment to let you know where we did something right and there is cause to celebrate or perhaps something went off the rails and allowed for a learning opportunity. These can be related to our journey as we take on new habits, or they might just be celebrations and bumps in the road in our everyday lives. So I'm up for the win this week. 
And the win is kind of related to me, but it's more related to John. And Ooh. somehow with words or influence or mind control, I have convinced John to start working out. So oh. I'm not sure how it happened, but he is willing and he's only complaining a little. So he's very active. His job is very active and he's always moving, but he's never been the guy that wants to go to the gym and do a workout. And um, my sister and her husband were doing this six-week challenge at our, this local gym. And I mentioned to John, hey, like, do you want to try this? And he had some choice words, but then he agreed. <laughs> so Amazing. So we've been working out and um, we get to go together a lot of the time, which is really cool. I'm loving that. And it's keeping me accountable to working out regularly for sure, which everyone who's been listening for a while knows that I need that accountability. And I'd say so far that he isn't loving it, but he's still willing. And I'm super proud of him for giving it a go. So you have him doing gymnastics and this six-week challenge? Yes, I do. Yeah. And, and if anybody that knows him hears this, he's going to take a hard time for it. And he's going to be feeling sad that I said it on the podcast. Amazing. That's very cool, though. I say kudos to John for... That's a nice thing for the two of you to do together. I give fun. him a lot of credit. That's awesome. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I t as I said, I'm proud of him. It's going, it's going well, and hopefully we'll keep it up. And as soon as you're done, we will have dinner with you. Okay, perfect. But yeah. we are not eating your crazy diet right now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, a few more weeks. Yes. So I had to learn this week. All and right, it's tell very, us what it was. It's a very sad one. I'm so I'm I'm disappointed to report that I broke my meditation oh, streak no. on Saturday night. I just straight up forgot. I was at 84 days. Wow. That's oh. that is amazing. 84 days whether you continue with the streak or not. That is a that's a feat of strength. Well done, girl. Yes. I'm like one person high five. Um so yeah, I was pretty disappointed cuz it's cool to have a streak like that. But I'm I'm also back at it and I'm determined uh, just to see it as a little slip and continue on. Um, also, full disclosure, I've not been exercising, but let's not heap on the failure talk right now and let's just glaze over that. <laughs> we'll come back to that on another episode, I'm sure. Yeah, let's just start talking about next week. So next week, we're going to be kicking off November with our new habits challenge. And that is all about relationships. That can mean with your significant other or spouse and also relationships with friends, family, coworkers. Peggy and I are interested to see if there are some habits that we can incorporate into our lives that will help to improve the quality of our relationships with the people around us. We hope that you will tune in and play along with us. I'm looking forward to that one for sure. All right, and that's it for this episode of The Improvement Project. Remember to let us know if you played along in October and used MyFitnessPal to monitor your food and drink intake, and if so, how did it go? Did you find that you learned something about your habits related to food and drink? Will you continu continue to monitor moving forward? Is there one little nugget of wisdom that you'll take with you moving forward when it comes to how you approach what you eat and drink on the regular? Email us or send us a voice memo at theimprovementproject at drpeggymalone.com. You'll find all of the resources and links that we mentioned during today's show in the show notes at drpeggymalone.com forward slash podcast. Please subscribe and rate and review us on iTunes if you haven't already. It really helps other people to find the podcast so that we can help as many people as possible to create new habits. We would love to connect on the socials. I'm on Instagram at Dr. Peggy Malone, and Jenny is on Twitter at jkouse. You can always get our attention by using the hashtag The Improvement Project. We also have a Facebook group. Search for The Improvement Project on Facebook to join in on the conversation. 
Now go get to work on improving the most important project that you have. That's you. Thanks for listening. Until next time, stay focused and get after it. Um, so sweet. Yeah. Quirky. Yeah. I like being called quirky. That's good. I'll take it. I'll take it too. I've been called worse. I've been definitely called worse.